turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. Chuck Durant. Here we go with part two with Jeff Nimoy. You've also been cooking, Jeff. I have, since 2010. Um, I want to read the name of your book because hmm. it made Chuck laugh out I loud. literally burst Perfect. it out. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it is so called, cool. this is available on Amazon, get ready. The Cooking Caveman, how to lose weight, eat healthy, create mouth-watering paleo recipes, and piss off all your friends. <laughs> Hi, Jeff Thanks. Nimoy. I'm glad you laughed in the spirit oh. it was written in. Absolutely. Well, I, it's fun because you know I was kind of reading bits of it, and you're obviously your talent as a writer. Yeah. Comes Thank through you. with your passion for healthy eating, and right. so it's it's not just a and then you take the zucchini <laughs> and you make. Yeah. You know, you you actually have some. You're not trying to be the yeah. expert on the caveman era. You're, but right. you are saying this is a eating plan that I. Believe it. So how did the whole paleo thing it, happen? It, it for actually you? works into animation. I was writing an animated screenplay uh, that got a little buzz around town, VO buzz around town, mm -hmm. but it never actually got sold. Mm -hmm. you know, still time. But uh, I was writing these, these for these little characters, and they were like cavemen type of creatures. They weren't human. So I wanted like a diet for them. And I just Googled the simple phrase, what did cavemen eat? And this whole mm -hmm. list of uh, things came up for the paleo diet, the yeah. caveman diet. I never heard of it before. Wow. It was, I wasn't looking for a diet. Uh, it was just something that I found fascinating. It was like no processed food, all organic, no salt, no sugar, no grains of any kind, right. you know, so gluten-free, no wheat, no potatoes. And people are like, what's left? Well, you know, all the fruit and vegetables you can eat and really clean, healthy meat. Mm -hmm. So meat from animals that eat what they're supposed to eat, just like we're eating what we're supposed to eat. Right. So grass-fed beef, cows right. eat grass, not corn and soy. Chickens eat worms and bugs and seeds, not corn and soy, mm -hmm. you know, so. I started, I, I just started doing research on it and I thought, I'm gonna try this diet for a month and just see if all these claims they claimed, like no cancer, no tooth decay, no acne, all of these things. And sure enough, all of these things came true in that month and I lost 25 pounds without trying. How were you eating before? I was just, I was like low carbing it, I would call mm. it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just so a lot of- like the Atkins thing? Yes, but a lot of processed food, a lot of like yeah. Coke Zero. Yeah, oh, Coke Zero. Zero. I probably drank uh, a whole two liter every single day. A lot of that creamer in my coffee. Mm. Yeah. And I started reading labels. Everything I ate was chemicals, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I show up to a voice session I was directing and everyone looked at me and I dropped 25 pounds in a month and wow. they all thought I had cancer. I was never healthier, and they all thought I was dying because I had lost so much weight so fast. So you have your YouTube channel. 
I do? Your Cooking Caveman YouTube channel. I've got the Cooking Caveman channel and mm -hmm. the Jeff Nimoy channel, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I have to ask you, the whole spirulini, the little... Uh, yeah, the, you right, the viral, the, the uh, viral, no, the spiral, yeah. spiral, spiral cutter, the the vegetable For zucchini, cutter. can make pa pasta and, yeah. and different, you know, yellow squash instead of using yes. pasta. And I've moved on now to daikon radish, that's my oh, new favorite. Oh, nice, right. watermelon radish is great too, oh, mm. and it's gorgeous. I'm gonna try, <laughs> I'm gonna It's try very it. palatable <laughs> for the eyes as well. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you put uh, the vegetable in it, I've got plenty of videos on, mm -hmm. the, on the Cooking Caveman channel, and you just, uh, like an organ grinder, you know? Yeah, and, and, and it comes like, out, these long, and they're mm -hmm. like 12, 20 feet long sometimes. Wow. Yes. You have to cut it, and you know, you Yes, make... your videos are very entertaining, and you oh, can thanks. tell that you are very passionate about it, yeah. that this is authentic to you, and so what do you think, um, how has it helped you just, the way you're living, by being more healthy and well, eating Well, health-wise, it's like, in, improved across the board, mm. literally. I always had sort of high blood pressure my whole adult life, that's gone. Mm. You know, I always had some acne working. How long ago did you start this? Uh, 2010, January 1st, 2010, okay. I decided right to start it. Okay. Just to do it for a month, and like yeah. I said, that, that one month was so drastic that I said, I'm gonna do this for as long as I can for, take it. Yeah. Now, I cheat once in a while. I don't wanna make it seem like I'm this big, crazy, healthy, you know, Every now and then, I'm from Brooklyn. I've got to have a slice of pizza. There you, you know, right. I've yeah. got to have a hot dog. Mm -hmm. I've got to have a cheeseburger. Yeah. You know, now what's There's every no now and then? Like a, every other day? No, 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 no. Once a week. Once every two weeks. <laughs> once, once, <laughs> yeah. every, once a week. I love it. Well, this is you know how He's everyone. He's an urban caveman. Yeah. yeah. You know how now, everyone now, would, that be, would that be considered your one meal a day? <laughs> Yeah, I'll, right. That would yeah. be my one meal a day yeah. that day. Okay, yeah, cool. it's not a whole day of cheating. Yeah. I don't like. Just I'm, a, like, just I'm a, free, and yeah, then yeah, I just like thirty minutes gorging. of cheating, and you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you allow yourself a little. Something yeah, I mean, I am not a real caveman. Right. I'm a modern caveman. Yeah, I live modern. in the modern world. I'm not trying to hunt and gather. I still mm -hmm. want to go to Whole Foods or the farmer's market. Yeah. I don't want to have to actually kill my chicken. I just want to yeah. eat my chicken. Yeah. Right. You know. So. It's not some crazy thing, and people are like, you know, is it an all-meat diet? You can be a vegan on this diet. Mm -hmm. It's just more about eliminating fake food from your diet. Fake food. Exactly. Yeah, living as chemical-free as possible. You know, it's not like I'm a dirty hippie or anything. Yeah. I still use deodorant. I still use shampoo. Yeah. I still use soap because I yeah. want to... You know, I know that's not great for me, but I live in the modern world, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm vegetarian, vegan. I go through vegan phases, yeah. but no processed food. And, you know, it's just, if you can't pronounce it, if you can't spell that's it, it right. it's not a good idea. Yeah, and my it's mother. It's going to come out somehow. Yeah. yeah, I've got diabetes on both mm, of my sides yeah. of my family. I'm a Brooklyn Jew. It comes with the birth certificate, pretty much, <laughs> diabetes. And uh, she, uh, you know, I cannot teach her. Mm. How to reverse her diabetes? I mean, I can. She just won't listen. Yeah. You know, right, and a lot right. of people they're just all oh, organic foods too expensive. So one year I decided, I think it was 2012, to save every receipt that I spent on food, and uh, and also like on my cheat meals. The cheat meals came out to like four times as much as uh, the, 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 the ever the six days a week diet. You know, right, right. and I think I averaged out to about four dollars and twenty five cents a meal, which is less than some student plans. So 
we all have the money to go organic. It just, you know, do you want to see one extra movie a month? Mm -hmm. Do you want to have HBO? Or do you want to eat really well? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's all choices, you yeah. know? Yeah. I decided to give up the baseball package. I'm a big baseball fan. <laughs> yeah. So now yeah. I can afford grass-fed beef. You yeah. Know? yeah. Or book some national spots, and then you can yes, just uh, exactly. yeah, eat organic whenever you there want. There you go. Or be Jess Arnell. <laughs> <And> be, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh. I love it. Well, check check out the fabulous book on Amazon and um, well, that on started by my blog. I started the blog, yeah. the cooking the cooking caveman. Mm -hmm. It's just cookingcaveman.com, mm -hmm. and that led to the book, and that led to the videos. So it's right. cookingcaveman.com. Started. Yeah, it all. that's right. cool, man. Yeah. I love it. That's fantastic. And uh, I don't know if we have time for me to talk about this, but. It was really hard to find like a girlfriend who does paleo because I'm going to be on this diet forever. Well, because she didn't want you dragging her around by her hair. <laughs> exactly. Right. She's like, no. Right. It was bad enough I followed her. It's in like New York. I have to walk. With <laughs> so, yeah. are you still with that girl? No, no. That shit failed. No, the Emmy came and she so, left. <laughs> so you found a girlfriend that likes paleo too? No, I did not. But what I did was I started my own dating site. Oh, oh yes, my we want to talk that's about all that's about, right. That's all about SamePlate.com. Right, and at first it was purely selfish. I was going to do a paleo dating site. <laughs> You're basically just looking for girls just for you. For me, women for that's you. it. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so good. smart man. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, and then I I start to realize, hey. Everyone on a diet must have this problem, even if it's Weight Watchers. You know, yeah. if you're a, if you have a, a gluten allergy, it's you know you don't want your wife eating like bowls of pasta in front of you right. and you feel really bad. Right. You yeah. know, or if you've got a peanut allergy, whatever it is, even if you're just a picky eater, you yeah. know, or a vegan, you know, or a vegetarian, you know, you want you know eating is such a big part of a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I just started this di this dating site called SamePlate.com. And it's completely free. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's completely free, and I hope to spread the word. And I might even be on Shark Tank this year. I was almost on Dude, it last year. Dude, that's great. Yeah, that's we'll fun. see what happens. Wow. But, so fun. But it's just like bring uh, the Emmy. If you do make it, please <laughs> let us know because we'd love to watch you on that. Bring the Emmy I will. with I the Emmy holding a plate of food. <laughs> I would totally do that. They would bring like the that. Emmy. <laughs> Um, they would probably like it. See, that would make good. Would TV. Yeah, yeah. It would, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So I haven't well, found a woman on yet. Everyone's gonna check that out. You yeah, never know. Yeah, especially if you're a paleo girl living in Los Angeles. Oh. Please check it out. Oh, yeah, wow. please <laughs> join the website. I'm the only guy on it. <laughs> and you maybe happen to like five foot eight guys, or you know. Yeah. <laughs> so well, good. This show is taking a turn wow. into a different direction. I'm using it um, as my personal like dating. Hey, right you here. know what? <laughs> we we like to help you promote what you're passionate about. And Thank you. Paleo girls? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I find it really interesting, man. The bottom it's line, true, man, though. is that, you know, it's working for you. And you just, you you didn't just do the diet. You, like, went full on. You I know? went yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, you went lifestyle. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier about people like me that were A personality types. Exactly. You know, we're driven, we're focused, mm -hmm. you know. It takes a certain nut like me to go full paleo. Yeah. You know, it's not for everyone. I used to think I was so average that the point of the blog was, if I could do it, everyone could do it. Now I'm not so sure. Now mm -hmm. I see what's involved, and people exactly. are like, "What are you crazy?" I'm like, "Maybe I am kind of crazy." Yeah, so you you have know? to be a little nuts. You have to be yeah. a little nuts. But yeah. That's okay. Nuts well, but good. I think yeah. if there's nuts health are good issues, for you. <laughs> if, there's, if there's family health issues, you know, I think that that's powerful. Yeah, you, know, totally. you don't want to wait till you have that wake up call. And You're doing all, something preventative, yeah. which I think is great. And I might be spending a little more on food, but I'm not spending anything on doctor bills. There you go. Zero. Yeah. I've not been sick and... forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. Really? Not like even a cold or anything like that? Well, this past flu, yeah. I finally caught it and it took me so by surprise. Like, what is the strange yes. substance coming yes. out of my neck? <laughs> what, is, <coughs> what is this what strange... What is that liquid? <coughs> Why do I keep 
ex- expelling air from my lungs. <coughs> yeah. But it didn't hit me as bad as it hit everyone else, mm-hmm. but it was a bad flu, and everyone I know got it. Yeah. But yeah. normally, every year, I'm like, I'm playing with kids who were sick. I'm like, ah, oh, it doesn't affect me. I got this. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. this. This That's year, really it finally cool, hit me. So. But it wasn't that bad. So what kind of feedback are you getting about all of your food? Well, it's interesting because I've got these two careers now. I've got this cooking caveman career, mm-hmm. and I've got this Jeff Nimoy anime career. And on Tumblr, where my blog lives, cookingcaveman.com, I get all these anime fans going like, why is Wolfwood <laughs> making mayonnaise? You know, why is, why is, Tentoman, why is Tentoman cooking daikon radish noodles, you know? Because they're good. Right. Tentoman like. Yeah. Oh no, Tentoman loves cooking. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, things like that. So, so the fans are very confused by the whole mm. thing, you know? Yeah, they kind of like to keep you in your compartment. Yeah, right, right, right. But it's good. Listen, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Pokemon happened. Yes. And Fox Kids said, whoa, wait, we need a piece of that. So, and then Digimon. So what, why do you think Digimon? Well, as far as I understand it, Digimon was first in Japan. Mm -hmm. And it was offered here in the States and everyone passed including Haim Saban. Mm-hmm. And then Pokemon came around, and Haim Saban again passed. And then uh, Warner Brothers, or whoever bought Pokemon, it was a worldwide phenomenon. And right. then Haim was kicking himself, so he went back and bought Digimon. Now, that might be wrong, but that's how I heard it anyway. Right. Um, so Pokemon was already established, and I think we've already got had the fan base for Digimon. So when Digimon came along, it was skewed a little older, mm-hmm. and the way it was explained to me when I was brought on to the show around episode 14, 16, myself and my partner Bob Buckholz at the time, um, it was explained they want to Americanize it a little more, get a little more jokes in it, which is why they brought me in particular. Like, I'm not the kind of guy that you want to stick exactly to the Japan. I'm not that director that they bring in, the writer, director, showrunner, for that kind of a show. Because... There are a lot of people that can do that better than me Mm because they're actual fans of the genre anime. They bring me in to change things around a little bit. So Digimon was a big example of that. They wanted different jokes, you know, slightly different relationships with the characters, more American, a little more storyline, whatever. Mm. You you have to be a little tricky with the storyline because you don't want to write yourself into a different storyline in episode one when episode 52 comes around and all the animation's done and you screwed yourself. Yeah. So, but I'm the guy they call when they want things a little different, you know? I started Naruto uh, as the director on Naruto and I kind of left Naruto because they wanted, it just wasn't my type of show, you right. know? They didn't miss me at all. They went 10 years without me. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> and Bleach, I turned down Bleach for the same reason. I was the original, they originally offered me Bleach and it wasn't a Jeff Nimoy type of a show. Yeah. They wanted mm-hmm. to stick very close to the manga and the and the animation. And again, you call me in when you want something a little different. Stitch was a perfect example for me. Mm-hmm. Stitch, they wanted to make it as American, as close to the Lilo and Stitch brand as possible. Mm-hmm. This was a anime version of Lilo Stitch they did in Tokyo. And uh, we changed that whole thing really and in fact we changed it so much that the people in Japan were embarrassed because they thought ours were better Mm. and they strove second season to make theirs a better show so when we dub it they would be as good as ours or whatever so I think Digimon became popular because we really tried to hit the American fan base the American Mm -hmm. sensibility American audience and you know boys 
7 to 12, and it just struck a chord, you know? And uh, again, I had no idea I'd be in anime as yeah. a career, but when Digimon, the numbers were so huge. I think we averaged somewhere between 8 and 11 million viewers every single week. Wow. I never had anything close mm. to that kind of uh, audience before or yeah. since really. And you know, when I die it's going to be Digimon on my gravestone. Yeah. You know. So it, it was just a it was just a great experience and and kids love monsters. They yeah. love right. fighting, From you know. Digimon or Mon <laughs> to Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> but what's great is that is that a, a whole new generation is discovering it. It is, and, and you have parents who can show it to their kids, and so yeah. it really is the beauty of the technology we have is that things are timeless. Right. Things that I'll go to these know. conventions, and some guy in his thirties will come up to me and said, "I love Digimon." When mm -hmm. I was a kid, I'm like, "How old are you? How old am I that you yeah. can be in your thirties?" And, and, and they know, they, they know everything, right? Yeah, and now. You know, they rerun forever, and also they're still making new Digimons every now and then. I heard they've just done two new seasons without me. Bastards. Yeah. Um, but they did Digimon Data Squad, which was season five, I think six years after season mm -hmm. four. I did the first two seasons, I left, um, and then I came back when they offered me Digimon season five. I, I really did not want them to do Digimon without me again, so I did, I, actually left Naruto to do one season of Digimon, whereas Naruto went 10 years. So I'm not the best businessman <laughs> in the world. M.G. <laughs> he followed yeah. his heart. Not good. I did, yeah. I followed my heart, but I just love the franchise and I'm so associated with it now yeah. that uh, I just feel I bring something to that franchise. Mm -hmm. I think in a way I'm responsible for a lot of it, not all of it. It could have been a complete accident that Anyone could have done what I did, you know, and the, the show might have had as much or maybe more success without me. I like to think I doubt it. part of it was well, me. I think know. it was all you. Well, frankly. thank you. It wasn't all me. <laughs> it was. It was all you. You're you the didn't best. even need the actors on the show, I'll tell you the truth. You could have done it all. Well, I was an actor on the show, so. Digimon, the one man show. Um, well, true or false, Jeff Nimoy, mm. you are the second cousin once removed to Leonard Nimoy. No I, way. I am. And as a matter of fact, as the day of this taping is his, thank you very um, much, the day of this taping is his, it would have been his 84th birthday. Uh, wow. Yeah, he was a great what guy. What a gentleman he was. He was great, so generous, such a generous man. Mm. When I wanted to be an actor, he got me my SAG card, you know, put me, gave me one line He just something. made a phone call or something? Mm. Or? He was directing it, oh. you know? He didn't even make so the phone sweet. call, he just yeah. said, you're in. Yeah. <clears throat> Later on, I still wanted to be an actor, he threw me another bone when I was struggling. When I realized acting wasn't for me, we were talking before about the camera doesn't love everyone. I'm mm -hmm. not sure the camera loved me as much as the mic does, certainly. Yeah. So I, uh, and these doors opened up. I sold the show to Fox Kids and I called Leonard and I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I need an agent, I need a lawyer. He made some phone calls, got me really powerful agents and lawyers in this town. Again, he's just su such a generous guy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have stories like this about him, not just you know his relatives. Yeah. Yeah. And about about a month before he passed away, um, his grandson decided he wants to be in the VO industry, and he, I never actually met him. He just uh, asked me, you know, to meet with him and talk about things, and I said, you know, you want to be in the business. Why don't you just call your grandfather? He's really in the business. And he said he, I did, and he recommended I talk to you, mm. and 
about a week after that, Leonard wrote me this really sweet email saying, I really appreciate you doing this. Any doors you can open uh, for my grandson, I appreciate it. And I wrote, you appreciate me. I appreciate you and everything you've done. And I got to say exactly what I wanted to say to him. Thank him for oh, everything he's ever beautiful. done for me. I told him I don't have a project right now, but rest assured, whatever I can do for him, I will do for him, your grandson. And it was great that I had a chance to, to, really to tell him how thankful mm -hmm. I am for it, having him in my life. A month later, he passed away. Mm. So, wow. You know, I have that nice last memory of him. That's good. That's you know? wonderful. Yeah. That's really good. And you'll, you'll help his, his posterity move forward too. That's wonderful. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, Look I miss him already. Oh, it's <laughs> a little tear I see in here. Oh, it might so be. You know, he's he a great seemed, guy. I never, I never met him, but he seemed like such a gentleman and such he a was. kind. And and all the stories you hear, I mean. Generosity is the word yeah. that describes him to a T. Mm -hmm. So generous. Mm. Never turned down a favor I ever asked. Never. Yeah. Crazy. I love that. So you have this like really cool raspy kind of edge. Thanks. Yeah. Thing like that. You ever done any promos or anything like that? I haven't. I really rarely act anymore. If a friend asks me to, I yeah. love it because I still love acting. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's a business to it, and just like all of this industry, each part, each little part, is its own industry. So you want to be a writer. You have to put 100% mm -hmm. into finding writing work. Yeah, you want true. to be a director, same thing. You want to be an engineer, same thing. If you want to be an actor, it takes a lot of time to work that profession. And it doesn't come fast enough for me. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And whereas the directing, the door is open. So it, I can walk through it much easier that way right. as a writer, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just easier for me to get work that way. And it's not that I don't like voice acting. I love voice acting. But you have to audition. You do. <laughs> so unless yeah. a, th yeah. a friend, a lot. right? And I have right. a lot of friends. So mm -hmm. a lot of friends throw me a bone now and then. Last year, I, I voiced uh, David Strathairn in Godzilla. I was oh, his, cool, man. when he couldn't make his yeah. own dubbing sessions. You know, yeah. I did that. So, yeah. uh, so that was well, fun. Well, also, you know, when you're in a position of you're the decision maker, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's difficult to then go. I'm going to go sit in the back seat now. Right. It's difficult. It's difficult, yeah. but at the same time, it's very relaxing because I don't well, have to worry true. about anything. The buck doesn't stop up, with you. Yeah. Right. I just show up when it's my turn. Mm -hmm. Get up in the mic and do my thing. Go home. You know, it's fantastic. Right. Right. <laughs> and make your mayonnaise. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> make some caveman mayonnaise. So it's not that I don't like it. It's just I just don't have the time to develop yeah. to develop all of these careers. You because, gotta pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you know it's gonna. Right. Take that, but that's a great yeah. that's yeah. a great point. You know, too yeah. that if you know if you were starting out today, if you were starting out in the business, I mean, what yeah. what would you do? What are some ideas? That I'd probably focus more on acting mm -hmm. because it's the thing I probably love the most. That's why I got into the business mm -hmm. in the first place. What I studied at NYU. Um, and I always thought, interestingly enough, I always thought that acting would lead me to directing. It was almost like a backdoor, like, I really want to direct that whole thing. Yeah. And I'll just become a really famous actor and they'll have to let me direct. Yeah. It didn't really work out that way for me. It went the mm. other way around. And now I act in everything I direct. Right. So, you know, I never have to audition for myself. Yeah. I never talk back to myself. I'm the greatest actor to work with as long as I'm you directing. You are exactly. a genius. As long as I'm directing, yeah, yeah. I'm the greatest. Yeah. You uh, like the Barbara Streisand <laughs> voice The actor, producer, director. A lot of fans writer. do nickname me the Spielberg of anime for some strange reason. Right. Because right. I just had a, a 
string of hits for a, for a while. And yeah. one time on Cartoon Network, I had like they had a block on a Saturday night of four shows, and I was either <laughs> writing and or directing three of the four. Wow, you know, it. and that's when I got the the nickname. I'm like, oh my god, you're the Spielberg of anime. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> what are your inspirations for writing and creating new ideas? What do you? Well, you know, again, it's hard to say in this voiceover world because I never really thought I'd be in this voiceover world. Yeah. Although you do get a thrill watching a Saturday morning cartoon and your voice is coming out of the TV when you spent your entire youth glued to the set, mm -hmm. especially Saturday mornings. Yeah. So my my inspirations are more like a David Mamet type of thing, you know, mm -hmm. Quentin Tarantino, right. you know, more film. I'm just more film oriented. And I... I, you know, you just take your sensibility in every project you do. So I've just got these influences in my life. And uh, like Digimon Data Squad, I, I just had to have like a whole storyline from beginning to end that made sense to me. Even if the audience never found it out, I had to have that because I'm now like a trained screenwriter, mm -hmm. you know, and I just had to have that clock that starts at 12 and comes back to 12, you right. know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. So those are more my influences. That's cool, man. Yeah. But if I had to do it over again, I'd, I'd pretty much concentrate on marketing the cloudy, raspy, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. promo or the bedroom voice to Beard Diamonds. Tell you love her all over again. Yeah, well, here's the, th <laughs> here's the thing, man. You know, you know Maurice LaMarche. Yes. Right? Voice of Lexus. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, you know, and when you hear Lexus, he's got a little bit of that thing. Mm -hmm. I remember I asked him when yeah. he was on the show, how'd you get that? He goes, I just talked like this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my sister he was talking was, to his friend in the corner. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. sister was at the appetizer counter in New Jersey in a supermarket one time. And she heard, "I'll have a half a pound of bologna and a quarter pound of potato salad." She turned around. It was him. Oh, that was good. <laughs> she recognized the voice of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 By the way, that was good. That Thank was, you. That, that sounded a good. lot like him. Yeah. yeah. Check for your one pound of bologna at your local Lexus dealer. You, wow, that was really <laughs> But good. you know what the cool thing is, Jeff? You know, the great thing about not doing on camera is that it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, you never right. know. Like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Who knows? Maybe. Uh, maybe, you know? yeah. That's the thing. And you, it's, you're never too old to be an do actor, you, too. Do you see somewhere in 10 years? <laughs> uh, poverty? No, I, I don't know. I'd love to have directed a, an on-camera film, but in 10 years. Mm -hmm. I'd like okay. to do that in the next two years. Like a movie? Or? Like a movie, yeah, yeah, yeah in the next good. two years, you know. Uh, but, you know, last year I got to direct Billy Crystal in a commercial mm -hmm. for Audible.com. There's always some VO going on in my life. Even, yeah. even right. the commercials I'm directing are for an Audible, I know, right? an audio type of uh, yeah. thing. So. It doesn't <laughs> so want I'd you like to go to, too far away. Right. I would like to, you know, continue pursuing an on-camera directing career. Exactly. But I would absolutely love to do more voiceover. I, I really love it. I love it much more than actually on-camera acting. Yeah. And again, I'm not sh so sure my face... My, the camera loves my face anyway. But, but the mic loves your voice. You already know that. Exactly, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. You know, Wolfwood was, was another big character I did on Trigun. And I auditioned for Vash the Stampede, which Johnny... What, what did he sound like? Uh, he sounds like Johnny Lee Bosch. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny uh, Young Bosch. Johnny was, uh, you know, just very young and, you know, very fast talking. Yeah. And I auditioned for them and the producers were like, do you smoke? Do you smoke cigarettes? I was like, no, I don't. And like, you sound like you smoke cigarettes. I know, I've always sounded like that. Because yeah. we have this character, Wolfwood, who's a chain smoker. Mm. And you'd be perfect for that. That's what I was talking about, Wolfwood. What does he sound like? Yeah, oh, Wolfwood sounds like me with my right, voice. Like I, yeah, yeah, I just do my voice. I don't have to. You don't the, do anything. It's the greatest role oh, I ever played. Because, so cool. you know, Tentamon is. Oh, yeah. Tentamon, Digivolve 2! Kabu Terrymon, you know, and you know that's a great voice, but two hours in the booth, I'm like, oh, like oh, right. yeah. give me some steak, right? I mean, yeah, 
<laughs> but Wolfwood was just me. It was great. You know, I got to use my own voice. And they cast me right there. I never had to audition for Wolfwood, nor did they hold auditions for anyone for Wolf, uh, else for Wolfwood. Now, going back to the business aspects, a few years later now, they make a movie. Yeah. Different company altogether. A company out in Texas is doing it. A Trigun movie. And they're not doing it with me. Mm. Because... They can save, you know, get 30 cents on the dollar in Texas, and they, yep. they don't have to fly me out and pay me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Pay yeah. yeah, so yeah. that's one of the bigger disappointments in my career, not getting a chance to play Wolfwood again, you know? Yeah. He was a chain-smoking, hard-drinking, womanizing, gun-toting priest. Mm. It was perfect casting. <laughs> Almost all the things that you it's are. It's like they took a page out of life. your diary, Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> Today, you know, I mean, womanizing. He has a sight to refining girls. Right. Uh, you know, He's it's like everything is, but in modern world. Right. And paleo. He looked like he was on the paleo diet. Oh my nice gosh. Oh wow. My God. That is crazy, man. I love it. Do, are we going to ask him? We a, are going to uh, ask him. Okay. Uh, 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 see if question. Jeff. Yeah. Yes. You know what we do between five it. and one twenty-nine. I'm a fan of the show. <clears throat> one eighteen. One eighteen. Is that your weight or your IQ? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You have a great laugh. Thanks. Your voice changes when you laugh. You it know does that? a little bit. You go from this to... Ah! Okay. If you had to pick the TV personality you were most in love with as a child, who would it be? Wait, so I want to be this personality or I'm in love with, like, What TV personality were you most in love with? Laurie well, Partridge? No. Oh, I was in love with Laurie Partridge. Yeah. The line is long of the girls I've okay. had crushes on, but it moves quickly. Okay. Uh, He's like, a quick healer. Melanie from uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, yeah. The drummer. Yeah, I, yeah. Love God, I loved her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, the, <laughs> the animated Bewitched at the beginning of Bewitched. Mm -hmm. yep. And uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Barbara Eden was like my dream. That was Hot. my all time. Too. That's oh, it. Yeah. 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 I kept looking at like... Tony Nelson going, well, why do you ever it? leave the house? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, just, you know, make me a billionaire yeah, or, and, or let, and always like, be naked. Exactly. All, all Not the like, sharpest tool in the drawer. My God. <laughs> yeah. What a nutcase. I Back love it. Those times, man, I'll tell you what. Yeah. But um, I would have preferred to be Batman if I could pick someone for me. I love that show, the yeah. Adam West original mm. Batman. So I would have picked Batman. Well, there's Halloween, man. There you go. You can be anything. Be yeah, you can be anything you want. I'm Batman. Jeff, it's such a pleasure to finally have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank Absolutely, you for man. for all that you do. It's such uh, a treat. Thanks. And you're always you're welcome a cool here. Cat, man. Thanks, guys. I really love the show. Keep up the great job and have more of my friends on so I can be well, jealous. Now of we that. will. Now <laughs> that we now that we finally had you, yeah. we won't have to keep answering those the emails will anymore from you. And we'll actually have still time here. to talk to some other people. Still here, still yeah. alive. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> love the Just show, by the way. Another friend on there. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff Nimoy, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back next week. Bye, everybody. Hi, I'm Jeff Nimoy, and I just got buzzed on VO Buzz Weekly. And I love getting my buzz on, which I often do. I'm a big fan of the show. I watch it all the time. watch all my friends on it. And I've always been jealous that I've never been on, but they finally came through and booked me. So I had a great time. And keep watching. Well, that concludes our interview with Mr. Jeff Nimoy. We hope you guys got a lot out of it because we know we did. Really cool. And you learned some stuff about food. I know. Is that crazy or what? Well, I love food. You know wow. I love food. Yes. And for those of you that don't know, we're back every single week. 
So we will see you next week with another cool episode of BO Buzz Weekly. Yes, we will. And keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. We love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And just remember, you, you always, always have time for a little buzz. Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.